Hey everyone, this is Aaron and Juwan and you're listening to Wellness for Real People. This show is for people who are on the go, busy, and looking for ways to live their best lives. We focus on wellness topics in mindfulness, exercise, diet, and sleep, and share quick actionable tactics to improve your health and wellness. We're not perfect, but we're trying to get a little better each day. Let's grow on this journey together. Hey everybody, I'm Juwan here with my co-host Aaron, back for another episode of Wellness for Real People. We're happy you're here. And I want to kick it off by just, you know, asking a question. Do you ever feel just drained? You know, just like you have no energy to really do anything. You know, you got this long list of things that need to get done, but you just can't seem to get the energy to get the things done done to get moving to make it happen and then you know the less energy you have and the longer the list grows right and then the more drained you get because you're looking at this long list and it's just this this cycle right um (laughs) maybe i'm the only one who's been there i don't know but uh but um i I thought uh i thought that this article it it was really really uh, insightful and helpful and 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 thinking through how to uh how to get through how to get through that how to get to the other side of that and an important discussion i think we need to have about how to refill ourselves emotionally so the title of the article is pouring from an empty cup you know three ways to refill and uh, we're going to get into some very specific actionable uh steps that we can take but i'm 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 really interested to to have this discussion with you today Aaron and and, and talk about it cuz i think it's something we all go through it in our lives and you know having some some tools to help us navigate this i think can make make our lives better i just want to share a little excerpt from the from the start of the article um because it really resonated with me it says it's hard to care about anything when you feel exhausted and burnt out and you know uh ragged around the edges you know your your enthusiasm may seem like uh, charred rubble due to the overwhelming family responsibilities and or a job that drains you, or financial struggles, or maybe it's an illness, or you know, just uncertainty and disruptions, you know, of the age that we live in, and so sometimes that that whole co- combination of factors can leave you feeling like you have uh, precious little to give. And uh, you know, Dr. Marnie Ch- Chenoff says, really, when that's happening, when you when we're feeling that, she says, you know, what we're experiencing is burnout, and it's real. And it can lead to depression, anxiety, relationship damage, and an inability to function at home and at work if, if we don't if we don't you know manage it well. So um, I think you know it, it was really interesting to me to kind of put the word to it, right? That we know the feeling and the emotion, but the word to it of burnout, I like something I just we don't talk enough about in our culture. We're just so obsessed with the work, 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 go, 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 move, move, move. We don't ever talk about the side effect of that, which is the burnout. So what are your thoughts about all that? Aaron? Yeah. It reminds me of like, just, you know, recently when there was like a really popular term called quiet quitting. And really that's that sensation at work where you're like just doing the bare minimum to get by. You don't have energy and effort to take on anything else. You're just kind of coasting and then not really putting in anything because a lot of the times you're burnt out. You've reached the wall. You've hit that point, whether it's personal life, challenges at work, a combination of all those things. You've reached that moment where you're like, man, I don't feel like doing this anymore, but I have to do it. I got to take care of my responsibilities. You're probably stressed out. You might be depressed. You're definitely suffering from like anxiety and other issues. And you're just going through the motions because you're just doing exactly what you have to do to get by. And, um, 
it's not a good way to live, man. It's really not. You know, it's like I feel like I've experienced that personally in my own life many times where I've had those moments of burnout or quiet quitting or whatever you want to call it. And it's it's, you know, I saw something the other day, too, about like, you know, some companies offer like a recharge or something like that. And it was like, yeah, that's great. But I don't know if that's enough where you have to like, like you said, push it all the way to the limit until you need a recharge where you got to step away from everything because you're just so burnt out. I do think it's a good practice, but I think it's more so a lot of the things like we talk about on this show is like, how do we find those moments uh, on a more consistent basis where we don't have to burn ourselves out and then recharge and then burn ourselves out again? It's like, how do we actually consistently balance things over time? So I thought, you know, we'll get into the article, but there were some definitely some good points that can help us out with that. Yeah, you reminded me of a conversation I recently had with my sister um, we were on vacation and we were just talking about, you know, what's the difference between a trip and a vacation? Mm. Right? And, um, you know, uh, it's a, it a very interesting discussion. But one of the things that came out of it was this idea that, like, you know, we get so oftentimes we're, we're so wrapped up, like you said, in work and responsibilities and everything that we just go, go, go until we have nothing left in the tank. And then because of that, then we have to go on a vacation, right? This vacation where we go to the beach and we just sit and do nothing, right? Because we just can't, we just possibly don't have the energy to, do, you know, to, to do anything more. And, and like you said, I don't know that that's really the most sustainable way to do it. It's like, how can we, um, how can we be more mindful, you know, on a daily basis? And, 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 and I don't know, I, you know, I don't know how possible it is. Certain seasons of life, you know, just require a lot from us. But I think the first step is just being aware when it's happening and kind of noticing it when it's happening in, in my own body or my own life. And then being able to proactively kind of take some of these steps um, so that I, you know, I don't let it lead to these other, you know, harmful effects of relationship damage or, you know, deep depression, you know, you know, over becoming overwhelmed with anxiety and these sorts of things. So I'm excited to talk through some of these ideas and see kind of how maybe some of these may have helped out in, in our lives and, and and have this discussion. Um, so the first thing um, they mention is, you know, one way to refill is just carving out time for yourself, which can sometimes be the hardest thing to do because we're so focused on trying to provide and support everyone else's needs that, you know, ultimately, like they say, you can't pour from an empty cup. So um, they said taking time for yourself isn't a luxury. It's essential to self-care. And, you know, uh, Dr. Chenoff says, you know, you need to slow down and give yourself the opportunity to rest and rejuvenate, which I thought, again, ties nicely with one of our previous previous episodes where we talked about the importance of rest and recovery. If we really want to be at our best and perform and and get everything done um, that we want to get done, then we have to take the time to take care of ourselves and rest and recover. So, you know, the doctor says, schedule it if you have to, even if it's just 15 or 20 minutes, uh, you know, a couple of times a day. But, you know, sometimes just like we talk about, just like block it off in the calendar as a meeting that and, and so that way nobody can get, you know, you know, uh, schedule anything else at that time. And, and it's just and it's just a time to kind of step away. Um, one thing I found uh, that I, I really enjoyed it, it, it is. Uh, 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 and we'll get into this on the second tip, but just going for a, going for a little walk always helps to kind of clear my head. And, um, yeah, but, uh, but I think that's really, really important. This idea of like, you know, taking the time for yourself that it's not, it's not just, uh, 
just we can't we can't wait to get around to it when we're less busy. It's something we have to actually actively prioritize. Yeah. And I feel like I've had a weird shift personally in my life. Um, started working from home. Um, and I feel like I talked about this in maybe like the first or second episode, but something shifted to where I feel like I'm always on. And it's it's probably mostly me doing it to myself because I want to be a high performer. And maybe that's just like our cultural thing that's driving that. But, you know, I, I've, I've reached a point where it's like I'll work through lunch. I'm like on the computer. I've got my food and I'm eating and working at the same time. Then I got meetings. Then I got other things that I need to just get done. Uh, and then before you know it, you're at the end of the day. You know, you've got to take care of family or other responsibilities. And the whole day, you've just been spending time just going without really realizing it. And a lot of times I'm sitting, which is even worse. You know, that's even like a double whammy in that sense. Um, And so when I saw this, I was thinking about back in the day when I used to take walk breaks. So when I was in the office, I often like needed to recharge just to get away from people too, because I'm a bit of an introvert. So the walk breaks, 10 to 15 minutes were just essential for me to just go out of the office, walk around like the office park building area. And I just realized I don't do that anymore. And maybe it's because I don't have like, you know, that I'm like at home. I, I feel like I'm like at rest, but really I'm still working the entire time. So something that, you know, I talked about it before, but trying to find ways to actively incorporate that more. And then like, you know, the doctor said that even if you do something simple as like, you know, just laying down on your back on a blanket for a little bit on the floor and just chilling out or having a cup of tea, uh, just stepping away from screens and email and phones just for 10 to 15 minutes because now I don't have the distraction of coworkers, but I'm always got this. I'm mm-hmm. always got my phone. It's always pinging with something. Somebody needs something. It's personal. It's work. It's something. So it's just like just taking a step back and just kind of getting away. And so something I really liked from the article and I want to keep incorporating. Yeah, no, that's a great point about the phones that, you know, it's a constant distraction machine. On the one hand, it's great because we can stay connected. But on the other hand, like you said, then you're never off. Right. And 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 so I love that idea of just like putting the phone down, putting away in another room and just like like let your mind just be free for a little while. Um, you, know, you know, typically the world's not going to end in 10 minutes, like while you're just relaxing, you know, the urgent mail or Slack or text or whatever, you know, typically it's not going to be life-threatening uh, right. you know, in that sense. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah great point. Uh, the, the second tip to help us refill, refuel, um, recharge is really committing to better health. Right. So they say a strong body helps balance those stressful situations that may be causing your burnout. And so a basic recipe for good health includes surprise, surprise, exercise. Right. So, um, you know, they say moderate intensity exercise, um, the kind that works the heart and lungs and releases those important chemicals that help regulate mood, sleep and many body systems. You know, they say aiming for at least 150 minutes of exercise per week, which is about 22 minutes a day. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's that's doable when you kind of break it down in that sense, right? So, you know, like I mentioned earlier, just taking a 10, 15 minute walk after lunch and after dinner. There you go. Now you got that's it. it. <laughs> that's yeah. it. It's that easy. Yeah. Um, but I think this can be really, really powerful. Like I said, not it, not it, not any one walk is going to change the world, but the consistent practice and the compounding effect of doing it over and over again make make a really, really big difference. Um, you know, and I think that's really important too. That idea of like 
you know, it helps release those chemicals, right, that regulate mood and, you know, help, uh, you know, help uh, uh, just help us relax a little bit, right? Because, you know, sometimes we get really stressed out and that cortisol starts pumping, right? And so that exercise just kind of helps you, helps us release those positive chemicals, right, that are going to help us feel a lot better and, and de-stress a little bit, which I thought was really, really interesting, really powerful. The next yeah. thing that, you know, the next uh, part of just kind of that healthy lifestyle they mentioned is a good diet. Again, surprise, surprise. But, you know, we like we mentioned, it's, when we're really, really busy, I don't know about you, but I tend to stress eat and I tend to eat mm -hmm. that comfort food and that junk food, which is the exact opposite of what I really need to be doing, right? Yeah. So those foods with full of sugar, salt, you know, uh, 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 unhealthy, uh, saturated fat, you know, that fuels more chronic stress and fatigue and, and, and depression and anxiety. So trying to choose those whole foods, those unprocessed foods like fruits, vegetables, you know, those whole grains, legumes, lean proteins, right? Unsaturated fats like avocados and, um, you know, olive oil. Go, go, go back to that episode we did with um, the Mediterranean diet, right? It keeps coming up and again and again, but, you know, um, they mentioned, you know, if time is an issue, which it typically is with with all of us, you know, think about batch cooking, you know, those those so simple meals and those healthy foods that you can have them, you know, several days of the week. So we talked about this off camera a couple of yeah. days ago, right? The power of just that that prep day, whatever that looks like for you. For me and my family, it's on it's it's on Sunday, right? And and when we can actually prep for the week, we're just way more successful at being able to eat healthy. Um, because if if not, then you know we get busy and we fall off the wagon really really quick. And it's just so easy and convenient to get the worst foods. Yes, it is. Compounds the whole issue. You. So just being a little proactive can make a tremendous difference. What, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, no, I totally agree, man. It's the same thing. It's like this week we had a good week because we cooked on Sunday. And so, you know, it's Wednesday now, but for, for the last three days, it's been really smooth. Like we got our breakfast ready. We got our lunch. We got our dinner. It's all planned out. And then I feel like I've been way more effective at work and less stressed about um, things and then I don't have to worry about the question of what do you want to eat tonight? I don't know, Melanie. What do you want to eat? I don't know. And then you have getting burgers or something that's like on the way home from work or whatever, you know, it, it is usually bad stuff. So, uh, yeah, I totally agree, man. It's so much more effective. And, and, and you can cook batch things that taste good too, you know, they can still be healthy foods that taste good. So it's not like you have to, like, oh man, I got to go make just like all this dry breast like you know chicken and chicken breast and, and only veggies is like now you can still make some good meals that are healthy that taste good and you can just reheat them you know over the rest of the week so i thought yeah. that was something that you know when we do it we're good when we don't do it it's it's a bad week and you can just see the trends it just gets worse and worse throughout mm -hmm. the week you're just eating worse first you maybe start off with like a healthier-ish kind of fast meal. But before you know it, you're just eating McDonald's and Wendy's at the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about the other day, these businesses, they don't stay in business because the food is that great and because it's world-class, right? They stay in business because it's easy and it's convenient and it's consistent, right? right? You know what you're going to get. You know yeah. what it's going to typically taste like. It's going to taste good enough and it's everywhere. You, you get it any time of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's powerful, man. But yeah, like you said, we got to make better choices, you know, yeah. for ourselves. Every once in a while, it's fine. But it's just like sure. you said. But if, we can, wrong with that. 
Yeah, but if we can be mindful about it, make sure it's not like a habit and a daily practice, I think it will it'll go a long way to helping us feel better and, and be mm-hmm. healthier. Um, the next piece they talk about as important is, again, surprise, surprise, one of the things we talk about a lot on the show is sleep. Right. So, of course, um, that insufficient sleep affects our overall health, our ability to concentrate and our mood. Mm-hmm. I recommend trying to sleep seven to nine hours per night. And, you know, it helps. They mentioned it helps to wind down an hour or two before you fall asleep. Um, and I think that's really important for me um, to get the quality sleep that I need is to like, yeah, have that kind of kind of wind down period where mm-hmm. I just kind of let my mind start to slow down a little bit right because I'm always thinking about what needs to be done next what I need to do tomorrow right what's coming up what I didn't get done today you know what I could have done differently right and just giving myself in that space and that time from just calm down a little bit um it, mentally emotionally physically um make makes a big difference in my ability to get that quality sleep that yeah. I need so I've been really working hard on this to like get into bed earlier right right i I tend to just like linger on the couch and i'm just watching tv or something or ended up staying up way way you know way too late and then you know and then i pay for it the next day where if i can just have the discipline to get in bed a little bit earlier 30 minutes earlier than i would naturally want to do to do it that it makes a huge difference in my ability to actually get the amount of sleep that i need and then i have the energy to actually work out you know the motivation to work out in the morning right and get those endorphins going and feeling a lot better uh, which then kicks off the right day and i have the willpower to eat healthier because i feel better and it's just a virtuous cycle yeah man just spirals and i think the biggest tip here is about the phone piece i think that's like the biggest hindrance of sleep hygiene these days it used to be like you know watching tv i think you know, now we're like, okay, we turn off the TV, but then a lot of times we just reach for the phone mm-hmm. and we're scrolling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it may be. And what we don't realize is that is like reactivating our brains and a lot of times stimulating us. And then that affects our overall sleep. And so the things that I had to do, I had to make some pretty drastic changes where it was, uh, I have a reminder on my phone. That's like your wind down time is coming. When that time hits, all my notifications go off except like emergency contacts, which is like my wife and my, you know, uh, parents, like if something happens, uh, but everybody else, I know my friends probably hate me. I don't, <laughs> I don't respond after like seven or eight o'clock. Like my phone just like basically mutes all notifications at that point. And then that helps me get into that cycle where I put that down and then uh, I just start reading. And like I, you probably see behind me if you're on the video, like I got a lot of books. I like reading fiction uh, at night because it just kind of like, you know, takes my mind to a different place. When I read like business books or development books, I start getting thinking about what I need to do and getting a little bit more like, you know, stimulated and active and like, oh man, we need to do this for the business. I need to implement this in my life and change this about myself and do this. But when I read like fiction and just, it's just mind numbing. It's just fun. It's just like, you know, something I do to kind of wind down. And so I found that the nights when I had the best sleep is when I literally don't look at my phone after a certain time, just put it away. And I just read. And then once that happens, I sleep great. But if I'm like checking my phone and then I lay it down and then I'm like in the night and I'm thinking about email, I'm thinking about work, I'm thinking about this and that, that's when I have bad nights. So I think that was for me the biggest piece. Um, things when I get like good sleep versus bad sleep. And it's not always consistent, but it's something that I'm definitely trying to be more conscious about. Yeah. Very, very powerful, man. Great. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. 
So the, the, the third piece that they talk about to help you recharge is uh, really surrounding yourself with comfort. So they use this term, hoga. I hope I'm yeah. pronouncing that right, but it's the Danish yeah, yeah. of uh, cozy comfort that brings happiness and contentment. And uh, they say the Danish folks know a thing or two about finding sunshine in those cold, dark months. And so, you know, um, it's really about just finding those comforting things that can, you know, make you feel feel a little bit better when we're starting to feel burnt out or stressed out. And and it could be many different things. You know, it could be certain uh, people or activities or or different items that make you feel, you know, cozy, loved, happy, and content. So uh, sometimes it's very simple, right? Just spending time with your favorite people. One thing I love and you know, I want to do more and more of is just spending time with my friends and family, uh, you know, extended family, right? And so I always feel better when I can, when we get together, we, you know, have a share a meal together, we laugh, we talk about, you know, what's going on in life or the good times, right? And that always kind of refills me um, emotionally. Um, and so being able to, to to do that, you know, they talked about in one of the episodes about the Mediterranean diet and, and, and how that study came about, um, where these folks lived in these kind of blue zones where they live, you know, very, very long and healthy lives. And part of it was the diet, but also part of it was that community aspect, right? That we're eating together, right? You're spending time with friends and family and you have that community that you built that that can kind of help give you that support, encouragement and, um, and that positive energy when you're, when, you're, when you're starting to feel down. So I think that's really, really powerful. But a few other ideas they, they mentioned is, um, you know, Simple things like lighting a candle, right? Just kind of sets the mood a little bit or, you know, getting under a heated blank blanket or, um, you know, having breakfast in bed, right? You know, just like, I, I need to do a little bit more of that. Just kind of treating ourselves, right? And always eating breakfast on the go or scarfing it down. Rushing, 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 rushing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I like that idea. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so little things like that can make a big, big difference. Taking a warm bath, um, you know, getting a diffuser with a scent that reminds you of a place you love, like, you know, the beach or the forest or, you know, your favorite vacation area. Um, little things like that can make a big difference in just kind of engaging your senses, taking your mind off of what's stressing you out and kind of getting us to slow down a little bit, right? When uh, when we get when we get ourselves so, so, so stressed out and worked up and burnt out. So uh, any thoughts there? Yeah, no, man, it's just all the good stuff where it's, you know, these comfort moments and things that remind you of good times or um, things that make you feel good. Like, I, I even like the one where they're saying, like, window shopping your favorite store. It's like, I like to go to the bookstore sometimes and I won't buy anything. I just like walking around and looking at stuff. I don't know. <laughs> it makes me feel good. I'll browse things, look at a couple of things, and then I'll leave and I don't feel like unfulfilled. I'm like, oh, it was fun. You know, it was like a good distraction. I just enjoyed it. So, uh, stuff like that. Uh, or, you know, like eating the right treasured food, like your comfort food or listening to songs you like. It's all good things, you know, just things that help you feel better and, and more comfortable versus just always being kind of like in this go mode. I think that's kind of the main takeaway from here. Yeah, yeah. So just kind of wrapping the article up, right? I think the first step is just being aware and conscious of it, right? As we talked about, try not to wait until we're totally burnt out before we try to you know, make some of these changes. Um, but really, when we start to feel it coming off, feeling that stress, that anxiety, feeling tired, worn down, you know, being conscious, aware of it, and then trying to you know, apply some of these three, three steps, right? The first one 
was, uh, let me see here, carving out time for ourselves, right? It's counterintuitive, but it's really, really important. If we're feeling burnt out, we're probably not prioritizing our own health and well-being. So, you know, thinking about, you know, getting that proper rest, uh, exercise and diet, making sure we get keep, keep those things in line. Number two, uh, really thinking about, um, you know, committing to, you know, better health. And so that exercise piece is really, really important. Um, uh, again, that sleep piece is really, really important as well. Uh, and then, you know, number three, just, you know, surrounding yourself with comfort, right? Um, just, you know, taking a little bit of time to just de-stress, chill out, relax, have that cup of tea, or like you said, you know, sometimes it's just watching your favorite show, you know, curling up under a blanket, just those little moments can make a really, really big difference. So hopefully you found something in this, you know, in this discussion, in this article that can help you if you're feeling really drained, help you recharge. Um, we'll link to the article in the show notes. I want to thank you again for tuning in to Wellness for Real People, and um, we'll see you again on the next episode episode. Take care. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Wellness for Real People. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please share it with them. Sharing is caring. So we just want to thank you for being a part of our community. We got many more episodes to come. And if you have any questions or want to learn more about Can Do Tea, visit us on our website at candotea.com.